Aloha, everyone, and welcome to Aquarian Radio, AquarianRadio.com, and I am your host, Janet Kira Lesson, and my co-host today is Alexandra Bernandez, Bernardez, Mark Bernardez, and today we are launching a new show called TGIF, or Thank God It's Friday, Create Paradise Show, and we have some very special guests today, um, and uh, our first guest is Reinhold Ziegler. And I didn't get to pull up his information because I was having computer problems. Uh, bear with me one moment, everybody, while I call Alexandra and see if I can get her on the show here. Because she may be trying to call in and she's having some difficulty. This is our first show together, so please bear with us. Thank you very much for your patience. Here we go. Cross your fingers. <laughs> and that's um, okay. We'll get her live here. I'm going to pull up my... And you can go on there yourself, listeners, and you can check out... AquarianRadio.com. Hey, kids. Alexander, I'm going to talk to Reinhold myself. Alexander, are you there? Hello? Hi, are you on the air, Alexandra? Hey, yeah, hi, welcome everyone. Okay, um, I was going to pull up the bio on Reinhard, but would you like to conduct this since this is kind of your your baby here? And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> show me sure. what you got. You've been doing this right. for a long time. Let's tell everybody a little bit about yourself since you're new to our network here. Alexander Bernardes, right? Bernardes. Uh-huh. Tell, tell everybody about yourself first. Yeah, well, it's uh, Janet and I have been in touch over the years and supporting. Um, we were just having a brief conversation before the, this, the show started. Um, it's like a reunion of Paradise. Uh, sons and daughters because we know um, the potential and we'd like to see it manifested of how amazing this planet is. So um, for me, I've been a peace pilgrim traveling and focusing on universal peace meditations. I've worked a lot with... (laughs) Yeah. And uh, well, I've worked with a lot of wellness centers and um, one of our guests today is Dr. Vishan Ali, who travels to India uh, to help with, um, they're combating diabetes over there, 65 million uh, children and men and women um, have diabetes. And so uh, Dr. Vishan Ali will be on this evening uh, at 9 o'clock um, East Coast time, and <laughs> so I've, I've been a longtime supporter of Dr. Neil Bernard. Uh, he started the Physicians Committee of Responsible Medicine with the goal to bring in um, nutritional standards to help support a healthy generation, and so um, there's a lot to learn because uh, I grew up with a father that was a physician, and um he didn't study nutrition, which is still common for many doctors in our society. So I ended up studying natural healing techniques and 
um it's been a great journey and you know it's a it's a coming back to love coming back to health and prosperity and and spreading that you know the hope to others uh that they can make the same journey so i i feel like we're in such an exciting time because um our other guest today is Reinhold Ziegler, and he is uh, in the process of bringing together an amazing team of peace emissaries uh, to launch the Mother Earth Trust. And I'll let Reinhold uh, explain more about this, but we really are in exciting times and holding the positivity um, in the light of the recent tragedies that are happening. Um you know, we were we wanted to start today's show with a meditation um, to help send love and light to those who are impacted with this hurricane, and to also um, dissolve any future calamities through our power of meditation. And so, I don't know if we were succeeded in getting our our uh, meditation music tonight. That we're we're gonna um, do one more show uh, on the twenty second. Let me, um, but it's got a, a song to it. Let me let's experiment with that. I have it queued up here. Are you oh, ready great. for me to push the button and see if it works? Um, <laughs> sure. I, let me just introduce our third guest, and, and then we can okay. go into our meditation. We also have um, someone named Mark Solar. Uh, he's in California. And in Santa Barbara, um, they they built, um, it's a rooftop garden. They call it Chapala Gardens. And this might be something you would consider at your Ascension Center, and hopefully many places uh, are starting to do this, actually, in Norway. They're building huge um, tower garden-type facilities where they're growing hydroponically and aeroponic. So um, this is pretty exciting, and uh, Mark is uh, on the board with the Waldorf School or uh, Montessori, where his daughter goes. Uh, but it's like a whole nother, um, you know, new new hope for this generation to really thrive. And so well, we Mark is our, our third here. We we are surrounded by jungle. We could technically. Uh, on our almost an acre of land, grow enough food for you know dozens and dozens of people. <clears throat> but uh, right now we need guidance over here in Maui. Um, yeah, we we have giant trees all around the property, and so water that once runs through the center of the property. So it's a wonderful vision, and um, we're just looking for people who embrace the vision and want to really do the work. <laughs> Unfortunately, sure. people come to mountain they go surfing, but working the land <laughs> is enough. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, this is um, you know, with the the um, they hosted a neat event called Lumeria Remembered, the ancient Lumerian times. And what uh, you know, along this journey, I've realized that Mother Earth and provides us with so much abundance and with everything to really actually tap into our immortality to where we can live as long as we would like to live and live healthy and, you know, really vibrant and tap into um, really amazing gifts that we have. 
And so these t- what's neat about these tower gardens, they grow hydroponics and aeroponics inside the hollow earth, and that's one of our foundations for tonight's show is that the intention of our the gathering and this event is that we really can live in peace, prosperity, health, and freedom and uh, have peace alliances with our brothers and sisters in the hollow earth and our galactic family through the Confederation of Peaceful Worlds. And one way to achieve that is inside the hollow earth, they're already thriving in a paradise-like society because they live in co-creation with Mother Nature and therefore everything is provided for them. The water is still pristine and they have you know, food that's so rich in nutrients and bursting with flavor and it's very prana-filled environment. And so what's neat about us you know, looking into hydroponics and these tower gardens, we don't have to labor in the field so much. It's a smart design, and the plants go through a drip system where they're extra oxygenated, so they're super vibrant. And so there's no digging in the soil and no having to push a heavy wheelbarrow or shovel heavy soil. It, it takes all that labor out, which then frees you up, you know, to focus on your creative things that you like to enjoy. And, that, you know, there's neat technologies, like robots that can clean the house as far as taking care of the vacuuming and things like that, and just designing homes that will be dust-free. And all these things were right on the cusp, I feel, of bringing these forward. And, therefore, it will allow people time just to breathe and not feel the financial burden. And then to really zone into what is their joy cord and and make that their GPS. <laughs> so right. uh, yeah, that's kind of, you know, the vision and the the momentum is building, the love frequency around the earth is building and it's like we're sandwiched between our galactic family above us and the hollow earth and Telosians and Gartha nations inside the hollow earth and it's like we just have 10% on the surface and 90% is already paradise. So that's how I yeah. keep a positive vision because, <laughs> um, I mean, it, sometimes it seems horrendous and there's a lot of voices of love and light. It's like, how do you stay sane in an insane world? And um, there's a lot of calamities that I, I think we can really flip the switch and restore harmony, peace, you know, and balance and then abundance and prosperity for everybody. <laughs> I agree. So I'm great. Yeah, I'm really grateful, Janet, that we're finally doing a show together because Janet and I have been in touch for many years. And, um, we have. <laughs> so, and Hawaii, to me, represents paradise. Um, I The Philippines is paradise. I, when you look at the land of this earth, the oceans are beautiful. And I was in Sedona for six months. It's gorgeous. And so it's just how quickly can we repair it? And again, that's up to us. And I look forward to Reinhold, you know, sharing his vision, um, which is pretty awesome. And, you know, if this is a round table, how can we come together 
and you know really put put these um amazing technologies you know into play in a positive light to help inspire and uplift and bring hope to people that they really can turn things around for the better <laughs> for them right you know, to live in a pollution free disease free society might seem not possible, but it, it really is possible. We we have everything to make it happen. Well, I think if we, can, if we give people a destiny, they can get there. The, the main reason why a lot of people can't envision it is because they, have, they don't have the model. But they're, you know, like storing extraterrestrial and inner earth uh, societies that are level one and above societies where the uh, earth-based population is a level zero civilization and we're very unconscious, and we don't take care of our own citizens. But if we can give examples, you know, philosophically, maybe uh, pulling up these ambassadors as they come forth and tell us about their visions, and we can interview people like Reinhold, and he can share the visions of how we do this, then we give our listeners and people out there some place to go, a destination. They can get there. They can envision it. They can imagine it. They can image it and bring it down, pull it into 3D physicality, and then give them viewable steps that they can do within their their own community, in their own lives. There's something that everybody can do, but if they try to do it everything at once, they get overwhelmed. So we break it down, show them the overall vision, and break it down and show them the individual steps and how to get there. So I think that's what you know. That's what I imagine we can do on this show. Um, I'm very excited about today's show. So would you like me to try the meditation now, or are you done with your intro? Do you have more to say? Sure. Well, I, I would like to invite um, the listeners because um, just to, you know, to to consciously breathe in pure love and not to let the media and what's portrayed in the media drag you into the drama but, you know, to be able to put a protective shield around yourself. And I think it's so important with, um, you know, to make every day your day count for the best without getting too involved in the drama of the media. And by touching your heart and saying you receive pure love and then just drawing that in, and you can make a protective shield around yourself so you're in that state throughout the day. And energetically on the call, you know, we can send out this love frequency and see the earth igniting in a unity conscious shift. So everyone, because we all are connected and this is happening, people are waking up in their sleep and throughout their day and coming back into just like this great American full moon eclipse that we're part of something greater than just we each are uniquely individual and yet we're also part of something much huge <laughs> and monumental beyond ourselves, part of the collective. And so it's it's really awesome to see uh, like children celebrating and dancing <laughs> and there's so many good things happening and those aren't reported. So, you know, we can just send out a pure love um, frequency to those who have been traumatized and also trust your own heart and allow yourself to receive pure love and then to let go of anything that's not serving you in pure love 
and in so doing, you know, um, then you can allow yourself to be in your joy in the present. And that in itself is the true victory because each and every person is a treasure with so much potential for so many things. And I know in our hearts we're all looking forward to a society that supports that creativity and vision and um, unlimitedness. <laughs> so, But I just um, would like to share this love frequency as a pulse to bring comfort to those on the call and also um, to send it out the our love, even a small core group holding peace and holding the advanced paradise planet that we know is possible is enough. So it's like switching on a light in a dark room. When we flip the switch, it's this unity connection that we know in our hearts. We we really are all connected. And we wouldn't knowingly hurt our own planet or our own bodies either. So I know we have all the solutions to help the children. There's many children who are autistic. They're very, very high-level, loving beings. And so many of these children are born fifth level already. So I I look to the children and um, to co-creating you know, a, a culture of life, a party, a celebration of life again. And with technologies that make life easier, not more complicated. <laughs> so, um, but I, I'm really grateful to have, um, I've been introduced to a medical peace team, so I know that traumas of the heart and other kind of heartache, we can heal those traumas and any kind of disease we can bring back the life force energy within the cells that got traumatized. So just anyone who's going through a hard time right now, just give yourself extra TLC. You know, treat yourself to a bubble bath or whatever you need and and take out a journal. Go to the store and buy yourself a nice journal and, and write out your dreams. And then know that loving, trusting mentors will be there for you to help guide you on your journey. Because there is a lot of love saturating the planet right now. So we have some music. (laughs) Yes, Um, just wait for your cue. Let me pull that up again. Uh Alrighty. um, Let's try it. Are you ready? Sure. This is from okay. Artainment, which is a music meditation, um, the next step in entertainment channel. It's spelled Artainment with beautiful music and music videos. So we'd like to introduce a meditation Here song. Here we go. We'll play. Let's see. In the truth, no, it's not going to work. <laughs> okay. We have to get the MP3 somehow. I know there's a way to do that. So it's it's up on our website. Um, there's a YouTube. You scroll down on AquarianRadio.com on today's show, and you'll see a, a wonderful YouTube with a beautiful song 
called I Am Shades of Life. Uh, I could try one more thing. I'm going to have to mute my cell phone here. Let me try that. One try one more thing. Okay, hold on. Okay, I don't think you heard that on the show. I just heard it on my speakers. Did you hear it on the show? No, no, we weren't able to hear it. All right, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> back to you, Alexandra. <laughs> oh, sweet. I got to hear it oh. on the show. There we go. No, no, we weren't able to hear it. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Is it Grab coming through? It. No, it wasn't working. So, alrighty, um, back to you, Alexander. Do you uh, do you have anything more to say, or do you want to bring on our guest? Sure. Well, we could. Um, if anyone has any questions, we could answer a few questions, and then I can introduce Reinhold. Oh, uh, I didn't launch my chat. Let me go ahead and launch the chat. <laughs> See if anybody's oh, here. Okay. <laughs> I was uh, a. <laughs> Doing other stuff. Okay, it takes a moment to launch a chat, but um, you know, I'm anxious to hear from Reinhold. So, whenever it works for everybody, I'm delighted to talk to him and hear his theories. I was watching um, Reinhold. I was looking at one of your videos of uh, your building. It was absolutely gorgeous. I guess it's a model, and it was on Facebook. And I was trying to figure out how to capture it and bring it on to the show page, but maybe it's on YouTube. Okay, so uh, sometimes the chat line, sometimes it doesn't, but we're giving it a chance here. One of the things sure. that's happening is that uh, Blog Talk and Skype, not Skype, uh, Spreaker are going to be merging because the uh, Blog Talk technology is not perfect in the Spreaker technology is not perfect, so hopefully between the two of them, they'll get all the bugs out of the system, and each uh, system has certain uh, functions that the other right. lack. So so one of the functions on blog talk that doesn't always work for me is launching the chat. <laughs> so okay. why don't we just continue with talking with Reinhold, and uh, it'll be great. I'm, I'm very anxious to talk to him. Go ahead. Introduce Reinhold. Sure. Yeah. Um, well, it's a blessing to have uh, Reinhold Ziegler join our show, and um, he is launching the Mother Earth Trust and helping to bring back the sovereignty of Mother Earth, um, and working with some wonderful, very creative, uh, genius <laughs> peace emissaries to help. Um, Restore the, the sanctity. So um, I'd like to have Reinhold go ahead and share his vision with us. You know, it's it's village, one village at a time, and you know, helping to really create a culture of life and celebration again. 
Yeah. Welcome. Yes, hello everybody. <laughs> Welcome. I've enjoyed uh, I've enjoyed your discussion very well. And what I can do is I can give some information through this that will bring even more clarity to this discussion if you'd like. Um I'm gonna kinda of tell a little story, okay? And some of this You're I have bit, written down. Uh, oh, can you talk into the mic a little bit more? You're a little bit muted. Okay. Can you hear me? Uh, can you hear me? Okay. I can hear you. I, yeah. What about you? Uh, yeah, you can, can you hear, you hear me now. I can hear you. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Is that go better? Ahead. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I'm gonna. I'm going to read from a document uh, and. We can stop anytime because it describes what you ladies are driving at. Okay? So, okay. so it's been prophesied by the nations worldwide that you reach a fork in the road. Uh, the Anishinaabe prophecy of the eighth fire says, quote, It will come to a fork in the road. One road will lead to materialism and destruction from all living creatures. The other road will lead to a spiritual way upon which the native people will be standing. This path will lead to the lighting of each fire, a period of eternal peace, harmony, and a new earth where the destruction of the past will be healed. Unquote. So the first road prophesied, which we are on now, is called the road of death. And the second road, which is to be built, is called the road of system vote of death is our present day Canadian economic system created over the last two hundred years during the Industrial Revolution, which profits from war, fear, resource extraction, human capital extraction, hyper competition, economic enslavement, centralization, separation, and exploitation. This system is old and unsustainable now our path that we are taking on is we're creating a new currency called the earth dollar so we're doing an earth dollar token sale very soon which will be used to build a new road of life this is the promise of the earth dollar the token sale let us all join hands to help the eighth fire, to light the eighth fire, a period of eternal peace, harmony, and the new earth where the destruction of the past will be healed. That's why I like the emphasis on healing from you all, Alexandra. You know, so the operating yeah. system of the operating system of this new road of life will be an alternative economic system called the new living economic system that runs on what's called blockchain where wealth is generated by caring for Mother Earth and caring for one another. In the living economy, wealth, prosperity, and abundance is increased through peace, love, resource revitalization, cooperation, freedom, and decentralized unity. Now, again, this sounds very flighty for a lot of people, but this is extremely practical, as you will see here. Uh, The is to help people to reach their full potential. The Earth dollar will be the new digital fuel 
global citizens of Mother Earth to participate in this new system. Uh, already an estimated 3.2 trillion U.S. dollars in assets have been pledged to back the value of the Earth dollar so the world can transition to the new living economy. By the way, this asset base is coming to us from native nations and tribes all over the world. A lot of them are First Nation uh, nations of Canada. Maybe also have people in Polynesia and even in Africa who are pledging the value of their land that we can utilize to monetize this new currency. So the Earth dollar is the world's first large-scale deployment of an asset-backed currency using the natural capital accounting system. Earth dollar is backed by 10 U.S. dollars in assets. And by assets, we mean the trees in the sea, the, uh, the water, which is extremely precious. water is now more precious than uh, So this is being pledged as a way to back up this new currency. So if one Bitcoin now, now is $4,000 U.S. dollars, making many young people millionaires, we feel that we are in a good in good hands. So there's, there's a lot more I can get into about this. So let me go on a little bit further. So the purpose, the purpose is to uh, support the sustainable development goals uh, of the future as provided by the United Nations. So here again is an explanation. The world seems to be headed downhill with millions of people still dying every year from poverty and hunger, endless wars, an extractive economy that values profit before planet, climate change, refugee crisis, countries pushing for unlimited finite planet, and so on. All these problems stem from our broken Keynesian economic system and is global in nature. So the United Nations is proposing a fix for all these problems with a program sustainable SDGs. All the problems listed in the SDGs include poverty, hunger, and climate change are all global in nature and can only be solved in the context of being a global citizen. So we're all going to become global citizens now. The world is already at $100 trillion. The United Nations needs another $100 trillion to the world debt to the 17 sustainable development goals, including into poverty and revitalizing our planet. We believe increasing the world's debt to 200 trillion may cause even more poverty since all the countries are already debt-ridden and have budgetary constraints. Therefore, using an existing system to finance the 17 sustainable development goals by almost doubling the world's debt is obsolete and unlikely to work under the old system. We believe we believe the old is broken and cannot be fixed in the old paradigm. We need a totally new system change and a global reset. We cannot expect the solutions to come from the governments or corporations that caused the problems in the first place. So what's happened is we are in a unique time right now. The internet, for example, and social media has brought an information revolution. 
with the emergence of social media like Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Livestream, Mixi, email, Instagram, and smartphones, the world is more interconnected and interdependent than ever before. The internet and the social media allows the exchange of information almost instantaneously. Major events around the world can be seen in the blink of an eye. Most people have virtual friends in the world and sometimes even report the news before the news. <laughs> it's apparent we are already global citizens. So the blockchain is, is, a creating, is creating a second revolution which will allow the exchange of values without a middleman. The blockchain allows strangers to create social contracts directly with one another without a middleman, such as banks and governments. The most famous use chain technology is Bitcoin, a cryptocurrency that is gaining in popularity worldwide and is expected to change the banking sector. One Bitcoin is approximately $4,000 US, US dollars and is creating billions of additional credits that never existed before. In other words, what we are saying is we have the means right now to create new currency, new currency that is not based upon backed by, by gold or backed by air. Okay, which is what we have now. This new currency is backed by the natural resources of Mother Earth. That's why we are at this point exceedingly wealthy. We are very wealthy with this new currency. And we can connect this new currency with these things that we have, to, we have to do. There's one more thing that I wanted to also bring in because these are several revolutions that are happening at the same time. This other one is the conscious revolution. It is obvious that we are not facing an ecological crisis or an economic crisis. We are facing a consciousness, a conscious crisis. All the problems listed in the Sustainable Development Goals stems from the illusion of separation. The illusion of separation can only be healed by people coming together in unity to heal the planet and to heal humanity and all other living species. We are part of an orchestra of species here on this planet. We're a garden planet, and the garden has become a prison for a lot of people. So, getting back to our Earth dollar token sale during the Earth Jubilee can release trillions of dollars of additional credits into the global economy and also create millions of jobs worldwide. However, just making people rich and creating jobs does not change the illusion of separation. The Earth Jubilee and the Earth Dollar. Um, I'll have to explain sometime what the Earth Jubilee really was historically in the Bible. It basically means that every seven years, all deaths are canceled. That was the original, it came out of the Old Testament. So the Earth Dollar token seal also fund the building of the living economic system, a system that can bring fabulous wealth to the planet, including revitalizing indigenous nations wiping out the national debt of countries. You know, we have to ask, if we're in debt, who do we own this debt to? Uh, lifting entire nations out of poverty, restoring cities, ending wars, and powering the regeneration and restoration of our Mother Earth. However, this problem of collective consciousness, we believe the enrollment of global citizens into a borderless Mother Earth nation is one of the solutions to raising people's consciousness and healing the illusion of separation. 
Uh, you know, I could go on and are you getting the idea what, what I'm saying here? Yeah, I'd like to uh, talk a little bit about what you're talking about. I've been discussing, you know, this global economic reset and um, I call it the, um, yeah. I heard it called the Gaia Buck and we're looking for a basic minimum needs economy. I get downloads from, I mean, I'll go woo-woo on you. I'm, I'm a contact experiencer and I I get these downloads and it, it's about this whole economic system and how it's going to connect and work and it's, um, you know, like I said earlier, level one civilization right now. Uh, we're thinking in terms of hierarchy and separation and, you know, yeah. all these different racisms and prejudices and bigotries against each other, but we really are one big global ecosystem right now. And, uh, yeah. you know, we're really kind of codependent on each other across the planet. What would Walmart do without China, you know? <laughs> I mean, what would Amazon yeah. do without you know, goods coming from around the world. So it makes no sense to bomb each other when you're, it's like you're bombing your own clients, you know, the people that you're selling to. So we need to reach, uh, think the entire world, um, you know, like uh, Michael Tellinger talked about a book too, but I think it's even beyond that. It's like we are one world, and so how do we meet the needs of our citizens? That's the one thing they keep telling me is that we are global citizens. Yep. And we need to meet the needs. Yeah. And Alex Collier, when he met with the Andromedans, they asked him to do you know, a, um, a PowerPoint on money, explained it to him. So he went and researched it and did a, an explanation of home ownership. And he said, well, how is it that you charge people to live in a planet that they didn't agree to get born to in the first place? And he said, are you reincarnation? Yeah. But thinking it in terms of, yeah, you know, I'm coming down here and you're charging me to live here and, uh, you know, you're not even going to feed me and, I was just having this amazing conversation about, you know, refinancing my house and saving my house from foreclosure. It's like, you know, basically, um, whoever it is at the top, the power to be, they don't give a damn about us. They really don't. And uh, it's just appalling. And I I think we see a lot of it now with this current situation with Houston and and, uh, the the, uh, Charlotte uh, two weeks before. And, uh, yeah, we need to... Honor, respect, and love all citizens of our planet, regardless of where we originate from and what we look like, and meet the basic needs. And so what are we going to do with those, what, 100,000 homes destroyed and, you know, five or six people per home? What are we going to do with all these people? They have nothing, not even underwear. Back to you, right. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're understanding very well the, the concept Addictions that we live in, you know, it's enough to go crazy, all right. So uh-huh. they have, uh, we have been dumbed down to pay our taxes and go to work every day, you know. Um, so this has all been part of the conditioning that we have been through through many generations. And uh, you know, we're talking about developing a new operating system, and we're doing it with currency, with money that is backed by natural resources. So let me kind of just go a little bit further to reinforce yeah, what you have just brought what? up. Like, like, what do we do tomorrow? How do we do this? Because, it's, it, you know, we're yeah. talking the global and the grandiose and here's the overview, and that's, uh, that loses people. It, uh, we need to break yeah, yeah. it down as doable people's steps. Go ahead. Just be patient here. You know, I'm just sort of uncovering the leaves from the body, okay? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I am. I'm patient. Everybody. <laughs> 
I always say everybody it's been 26,000 so years. I'm patient. <laughs> yeah, yes. everybody is so ready, you know, to be reborn, to, to redo this, okay? Uh, it's, a lot of people feel like they were born to be in uh, here at this time. But the time that we're in is, has a lot of, you know, contradictions. So I'm first describing, you know, how this all unpacks, right? And then we have practical mm-hmm. blockchain technology. You know, we have, uh, we have credit cards that are basically uh, loaded with new currency. And you can point the finger why we're in the spot, but I think, you know, one of, the, one of the things you can point at is the bank, all right? When you bring up the mortgage of your house, um, you don't own your house. The banks do. Right? Right. And they got it from the title company. And the title company stole it from the native peoples when we discovered America. Okay? So we're living lie. And what we have to do is we have to understand that and then heal it, make it right. So just a few more. Well, it does even further back, right, hold I mean, I studied things all the way back to, to pre-Sumerian. I didn't, you know, with my husband, we, you know, we didn't uh, four books on the, like the ancient Indians and It goes back much further than that. It's, uh, there's always faction A conquering and stealing lands from faction B, and you go all the way back to Babylon, up through Rome, up through Germany into England, and, and across the, you know, the British Empire, and et cetera, et cetera. So this is a, a strategy that's been in effect ever since basically uh, Nanar, one of the sons of Enlil, decided to control the masses through ec- economics, through money, through debt. And so this yeah, is yeah, this yeah. has been intentionally created and it, it goes beyond, you know, you know, coming to America and taking over from Native Americans or coming to Hawaii and taking over you know, they came to England and they took over oh, yeah. and they took the Celts and the, you know, it goes on and on and on. Talk to people. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh, but we can always we can go back, okay, and if you want to do a, 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 a slight tangent here. For example, um, when Neanderthal met Cro-Magnon man, they ran away. They were afraid because these were people that were different than they were. And they ran away. And whenever they got together, and this is the old brain working, this is the hypothalamus gland, which either stands and fights or runs away. Okay? So these early people, that's what happened. So Cro-Magnon, who was a more advanced person, uh, basically they met again, and the chief of this group went over with a necklace that was made from eggshells. And he said, without saying words, he says, here, this is for you. And he says, what? You're going to give this to me? Yes, I'm going to give this to you. Without words, right? All nonverbal. So he puts mm-hmm. it on and he takes it. And it's all these robin egg shells, you know, very multicolored shells. And that was like an evolutionary leap. Why? Because he shared. He shared what he had. Okay? That was like mm-hmm. an evolutionary leap. Right? So we still have to go through that in, in, in many ways. Uh, let's not leave it right there. But, you know, there are many examples that the reason the reason uh, the uh, the strife happened, the reason the Khazarians, you know, hit their fellow men and women with shovels, 
using the tools of agriculture to kill. That was the first, you know. Uh, it, it came from a shortage of some kind, you know. There was a shortage and others had it and they wanted it and so they fought for it and they killed each other for it, you know, that kind of stuff. So we're at this point where we're trying to make that leap in consciousness and say, look, let's share what we have, okay? Let's, you know what I'm saying? So that's where we're, that's where we're at. Right, right, right. on the precipice it's, of that. The, the uh, lack consciousness crept in, you know, hierarchy, lack consciousness, there's not enough. And when it was more than enough, that, that kept accepting in our society as part of this control mechanism that was intentional, which created this whole society that we have now, which is based on hierarchy and patriarchy. So we need to shift that. We don't even honor the feminine. We don't, we're not balanced in any way, shape, or form. I yeah. feel you just hit the nail on the head there. You know, coming back into a nurturing um the integrity of life and sanctity of life, and that we we are part of something much greater as far as most people on the surface are not aware of the hollow earth or benevolent galactics. <laughs> They've seen the movies and, and so on. But what's exciting to me, I, I like to focus on the solutions. And okay, let bring me go people, there. Yeah, that we've got... Um, Judy Bybee right now who's working on a technology I'd hope she might be able to join us tonight but it's a technology that was used in the time of um, Noah and to help restore the earth at that time and so she's right on the cusp of bringing this forward we've got John Roy Cyril who has a Cyril effect generator which is basically a a perpetual energy device that you can use in your house, in your vehicle, and to power entire cities. So people will be able to step back. And I love this that um, Reinhold is disrupting the bank system because it's an operation that just wasn't working. And then bringing in this free energy also is uh, relevant to, to helping uplift people from this poverty consciousness because we really have everything and then some to make sure yeah. every man, woman, child is taken care you know, more than taken care of. Yeah. So, yeah. So let and me finish my presentation other... now. Oh, sure. Okay. okay. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> I'm out of here. Um, basically, uh, here are some of the things. We're, t- we're talking about very practical things here now, Okay. So by being a member of the Mother Earth Nation, okay, and it's, it's free, you can join for free, uh, as, a, as a resident, an e-resident, you have access to all the products and services offered by Mother Earth Nation. Indigenous nations have generously extended their sovereignty under treaty to create an e-residency to restore our circuit, circuit right as global citizens. In other words, if, if you're tired of being an American, uh, you can join any one of these other tribes, okay, as a resident. Uh, you will also get a global, you're a global citizen now. So you get a global passport. Um, store, restores Mother Earth. The benefits of preserving, restoring, and revitalizing Mother Earth is that you, your children and all future generations can enjoy and remain ha- healthy. Um, an automatic income. Uh, many countries who are not war economies, like the United States, you know, Switzerland, Sweden, 
there is an automatic income for everybody. Every every you know for children, sorry for adults, it's twelve hundred dollars a year. Sorry, a month, twelve hundred dollars automatic payment by the or by the organization by the state, so that you don't have to grovel. Okay, there's always a little safety net for you. You have money. You always have money. And if you're sick, you go to a doctor instead of walking the street in misery. You know, we have done a lousy job in this country with our health system. So we're talking about a whole new system here called the living economic system. Uh, the new system will allow you to generate unlimited wealth, prosperity, abundance on the blockchain by caring for Mother Earth and caring for one another. So um, this is just an introduction. It's a very big subject. You know, we are launching. Um, and if any of you are interested, uh, I don't know how to leave my uh, my address but if you want to be put on a mailing list, uh, you know, we're doing this right now, every day. So please let me know. Do you have a Facebook like page? Do you have like a Facebook group or not, anything? Not yet. Okay. We are just doing this. This is. I told this to Alexandra. I said, hey, you know, I'm going to reveal something that we are working on that is not ready for prime time yet. Okay. 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 Wonderful. So, so if any of you... Um, if any of you ha- want to be want to know about this, I, I need to find a way to get your email address and your name to me. Okay, I will not use that for any other purpose but to inform you of this great piece of good news that we have here. All right? Do you want to give and out like- your email? Sure. Okay, go ahead. Okay, it's Reinhold, R E I, N H O L D at Synergy, S-Y-N-E-R-G-Y-I-I dot com. That's very interesting. My my community is is called SynergyCommunity.com here in Maui. Yeah. You you guys are meant to connect. (laughs) Yeah. That's very ironic. Repeat that one more time. For, for for your information, my company is called Synergy International. And before before uh, in Hawaii, while I was in Hawaii for ten years, it was called Pacific Synergy. So that's our wow. name. That's our that's our organization name. Okay. And the mother. Which of, island of, were you on when when you were here in Hawaii? Which island were you on? I was on all the islands. I worked for oh, okay. uh, the Pacific. Center for High Tech Research, and I was at the University of Hawaii as a professor. Excellent. So let me just say a I'm few more. I'm on the island of Maui. Go ahead. Continue. Excellent. Excellent. I was going to just say a little bit about who I am, and then I'm, I'm momentarily finished in this presentation that I, that I just gave you. Okay? So basically, my name is Reinhold Ziegler. Uh, I am a, um, I'm an engineer a designer, and an architect, and I'm also a, a bioneer and a permaculturist. So we have been working, we call ourselves technicians of the sacred, because we have been working with integrating natural energy into our buildings, you know. We have been rebuilding landscapes. We are interested in uh, 
yields, you know, making the land abundant, abundant. Um, and we are also, of course, interested in the ocean. So we are the environmental designers that are looking for ways to create abundance on our land and to introduce regenerative technologies. I am just one of them. I'm just one of these people. It's been my life mission. I've been doing this for 35 years. My background is I'm a wind farm developer. We did the first wind farms in California. Uh, I came to Hawaii to work on integrated uh, tropical systems. I'm also a specialist at eco-resorts, structuring and building eco-resorts. And what we need to do now on, the, on that level is to build healing centers that are eco-resorts. Right. And then yeah, we need to tie the cost of the, of, of the stay at an eco-resort to the life insurance companies to keep their clients healthy, well, and alive. You know? And we have found that, for example, one way to pay, pay for these uh, visits uh, is to utilize the insurance companies. We have a lot of help from European insurance companies who have no problem keeping their customers alive for as long as possible. So there's an interesting blending going on. You know, um, my current work is I develop, uh, with my colleagues in Holland and in other parts of the world, we are doing smart eco-villages and cities now. And uh, uh, I think you saw, uh, Janet, you, you saw, um, I think, one of those animations. Yes, Did I saw it. It was fabulous. I saw one of the animations on Facebook, and um, I'd love to find that somehow and share that with the world because uh, I got it. As soon as I saw that, it was so well done. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, what we can do. Want to share that because it's full of that consciousness. Uh, you know, what it's going to take to build a sustainable society, uh, our, our needs and our responsibility to the children. Uh, one of the biggest biggest sleeper bombs that we're working with is GMO. Because those companies have wrecked our health. You know, we have teenagers who have a body of a 35, 40-year-old now from all the junk food that they ate, from the intestines right. which are gone. Okay? So we have a great responsibility to educate people to stay away from these kind of things, you know, to, to really pursue vibrant health and all that, you know. And then the same is true for the environment. We, we have discovered from our work that there's two cycles. There's the industrial cycle, uh, you know, where what do you do with all the dioxins and what do you do with all the PVC? Where does that go? And then there's the organic cycle. And the organic cycle, you know, if you put a, a, a toxin into the soil, First of all, we have to define what is soil and what is dirt. Dirt is dead. Soil is living. These are living microbes, right? So if you put something industrial into living soil, you destroy it. Um, so we have to rethink this whole world and see that, it, that everything is alive in many ways. You know, Even a rock has some consciousness to it. And let us, be, let us build our world around that understanding. And realize that we're we're sacred, and we're only here for a short time. Thank you. Excellent, <laughs> wonderful. Thank you so much for coming on our show, and um, I'll do what I can to spread the word and get that picture, that um, demonstration video that you have out far and wide so people get it. And um, 
I'll put your email up on my website so people can contact you. That is fantastic, okay, because we're, we're all in this together, as we have discussed, you know, and with all the bad news out there, there's a lot of good news, too. But it, like, right. uh, like Angel, uh, and Alexandra said, the, the good news never gets covered. Seldom. Well, it's going to be covered here on this show. <laughs> so thank That's you so right. much for being a part of the launch. And as um, as you wish and you have updates, feel free to contact us and we'll put you back on. And we'll keep this going until we make it happen for all creation. Absolutely. You know, you are, you're, you're the angels, okay? You're the angels that are, are, want to make things right and... Um, and you want to see, you don't want to hear talk, too much talk. You want to see some action also, right? Yeah. Of course, yes. We've had enough talk. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been a part of this. I'm 63. So it's like, um, I call it shit or get off the pot time. You know, we, we really have reached that point. <laughs> Critical mass, and we, and we need some action. So yes. if um, you can help us lead the charge. Um, we're right behind you. <laughs> we need, yeah, we need the leaders like you with the vision to help us uh, activate this. You know, I'm a child of the 60s. We had a lot of visionaries, and then we went through all this materialism stuff. But we're coming full circle, and we need people like you to say, here's how we do it. So thank you so much for all your hard work. Thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, some, this is a, another reason why we're all on the show together is uh, bringing Reinhold, when, when he and I first spoke, um, I don't remember, it was maybe a year and a half or so ago, but you had asked me at that time, you know, I really would like to have some galactics come to the table and work hand in hand. And yeah. I feel, you know, Janet um, has a lot of understanding also how dynamic this earth really is and um that we we could work uh with a galactic council galactically informed council that understands yeah. we have amazing technology lemurian technology that will help us restore the toxicity in 48 hours we can clean up the toxicity so well, that's optimistic you know, if you remember what it was, uh, I was part of a group of people that was appointed to solve the Fukushima problem. Fukushima. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and now in some three years or four years now later, the Pacific Ocean is dying. It's dying. And, um, and Hawaii is right in the middle of it. You know, this is a tragedy. Uh, my daughter was born in Hawaii, and she en- ended up moving away from there. She was just deadly afraid that the waters, that the coral reefs would die, and that the water would become radioactive. So we, you know, I told you at that time, you know, if there is any intervention possible from these galactic, from the Galactic Federation to help solve this problem, please step forward. You know? Can you tell me uh, specific areas that require? We need to know exactly what areas are most critical. Japan. Mm-hmm. We're, we're dumping 300 tons of radioactive uh, cesium and other materials into the ocean every day. 300 tons. And there's no end to it. 
And now the uh, the tanks where all the water has been stored, they're now rusting and disintegrating. And, you know, this is like, it's called an extinction event. If you let this happen too much longer, then you basically, uh, you destroy the salmon. You know, because the salmon, they, you know, they float, go out in the ocean for two years and they come back to their spawning ground. Um, and... We now know that the, radio, the radiation level of the beaches is higher, much higher than it was three or four years ago. And, right. um, you know. Uh, so, Reinhold, oh. I've worked with these people, too, when Fukushima, what's the year was that, that Fukushima happened? It was years and years ago now. Um, was I, I was a um, professor at McDonald or something. Um, I, I've met with these people in person. They have the remedies. Um, Kishi, all these people have remedies individually, but we're being blocked. And uh, that's why I look at the extraterrestrial phenomenon. I know it sounds woo-woo and crazy, but it's like you have to look at it like, who wants to see all these people die? Who wants to see the Pacific Ocean die? Why are they blocking these efforts in the name of money? And 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 the conclusion is the only thing that kind of satisfies Occam's razor what's going on is that these people are not human. There is a faction that does not want humanity to survive, and so you know I don't want to, I don't want to um, dwell on this, but I think the it has to be stated, and we we need to address this issue somehow on a higher level with the galactics. And so I've been uh, you know begging and pleading and and meditating and in prayer and praying and saying we need intervention here because. You know, this is Actually, beyond that's... something that humanity can resolve. I mean, right. we can, but we're being we're being prevented we're... from solving our own problems. Yeah, it's like two steps forward, um, but we and one step back, and that's why we have to ask, and the galactics can then respond, and also the hierarchy and other angelic beings, and they are. And so um, that's why if there's something specific, because places I have seen the ocean is thriving again. And so that's why I was wondering, um, you know, who's measuring what and where, because things are getting significantly better. This is major, okay? Uh, It's really an extinction event. And, uh, you know, like we're the frogs in the boiling water. Yeah. The water keeps getting hotter, and we keep we keep taking it until finally we're all boiled to death. You know, so it's like that. Something has to be done, and I, I'm I'm always aware that the the galactics are not interfering with our evolution, but this is almost like a request. Yeah, actually, please help mm-hmm. us. Okay. Uh, the other thing that I want to bring up: there is now more garbage in the ocean than there are fish. I mean, that's disastrous. Wow. That's okay. a sad statement. We have, yeah. We have a gyre the size of uh, Texas in the North Pacific, and they have, now they just found one in the South in the South Pacific. And uh, this is just debris from plastic bottles, you know. You see birds yeah. laying on the beach. You open them up, and you see bottle tops inside their stomachs, you know. We've got to do yeah, something. Yeah, this is... Well, again, it comes back to how we started our show with the conscious shift uh, understanding that it, everything 
why we're here, I believe, is to make the conscious shift, and it's an empowering shift back into unity consciousness. And definitely we have the galactic support. They're not not stepping back as far as helping us um, remove the forces that were um, causing the destruction. So um, that's a good thing, you know, that we're having this call, that we're we're stepping forward. We know Judy Bybee, we know Cyril, we know Keshi, and the majority of the people want peace. There's no question about it. And these other entities, it's we don't want them going somewhere else and doing the same thing either. <laughs> So um, it's us even just having the show and doing the meditation to say that it's not acceptable and we ask for divine intervention on behalf of humanity and Mother Earth. And so, you know, picturing the entire globe in, in a force of love and light and that they would come in and intensify that with together with us to protect the water, protect the food. And there is something called divine healing codes um, that are gifted from Divine Mother and Archangel Raphael. And I look through these pages. I mean, it's pages after page after page. And you're just like, this is part of the insanity of the culture that all of these things are going on. And so that's, again, why I'm grateful that your team, Reinhold, is bringing forward a a way that we can disrupt the banking system. I know, and uh, I interviewed with uh, Dr. Ruja Ignatova's team, and so I just support your efforts uh, with Godspeed. (laughs) And, of course, you know, we'll do our part to to back what you're doing. So, but anything, yeah, specific um, you can say, uh, you know, that you receive, accept, appreciate the galactic intervention to help clean up, and then you have to let them know exactly where. I I followed planes that were sending out chemtrails, and energetically, I can clear that chemtrail. So, um, okay, uh, you know, yeah. you don't want to think this is all great, and we need that that kind of uh, intervention, right? Did you know that we now know, for example, that the uh, drought in California was caused by temp- chemtrail dumping for five years over the yeah. Pacific? Okay. Yeah, now we, that's, <laughs> that was one of the most you, oh, fertile lands of no. California. Oh, yeah. Yes, but that's where I am, you know. Um, and did There's you know that they have recently <laughs> discovered that somebody reseeded that hurricane in, in Texas? Right. No, they say that again. What did they do with the hurricane in Texas? Say that again. They reseeded they re- it. They added uh, humidity to it. It was usually a hurricane has about maybe 18 inches of rain, you know, coming right. through. The Texas hurricane was 55 inches of rain. Right. So who is they, doing this? That's what we need to really. And I know there are people that know this information. I know who yeah. people that they have these answers. Like, who are we fighting? There's people in the secret space program, whistleblowers, they're coming forth. But, you know, we're just stating it here, but somebody, you know, we need to stop this from happening, and we need to know who and what we can do about it. And that might get some of us killed. I'm not sure what to do, but we're all dying. You're either going to be like, fast or die slow. 
as the moment you're born, you have a death sentence. You have an expiration date, which is also another you know thing that's, that's bullshit. Because we we have the potential for extreme longevity. You know, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of years. And yes. this whole system is overlaid into us that you know we have to die between what 120. I don't know anybody that's be 120, but that's it's a lie. We know from the genetic decoding um, and the Human Genome Project that we have the potential to live 500, sorry, 500,000 years. That's yeah. what my friend Dr. Aubrey de Grey said in his, um, it wasn't his TED Talk, but I talked to him personally. He said, no, 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 it's not, it's not just 120 years. Right now, half of the, the population alive right now has the potential of living to be 1,000 with the technologies that they've uncovered. And, you know, okay, they want to kill us off because of, you know, what, we're overpopulated. Well, we, we go to the stars. We have technology to go to the stars to call them out. That's right. We're, we're not, not overpopulated. Yes. We're not um, overpopulated. Right. Uh, that's, that, that's sort of the natural, you know, uh, uh, possibility, okay? But when you start messing with the genes, okay, uh, it's like removing the, an analogy I just heard is like somebody is taking our alphabet, right? which is somewhat 31 letters or 32 letters. Is that what it is? I think it is, right? And they're, taking, they're getting rid of six of them, okay? So the glyphosphates, for example, they're using one of the DNA strands to... <laughs> so once you have destroyed the gene pool, then, you know, this GMO story doesn't go away. It will take three generations or 50, 60 years before we can begin to get rid of it out of our... A, a gene pool. See what I'm saying? It's the kind of stain that right. doesn't go away. It's well, a, I, that's like, where I can give you guys a better report because I work with, um, there's a remote scalar energy technology, and all we require is a photograph, and we can do a nutrient chakra balancing. So it's like re-energizing the cells to fill them with life, life force energy. And so I just, I mean, I, I think we've all on this call agree we've had enough. <laughs> We're asking for galactic intervention and um, to bring forward these technologies that have been suppressed. And it, it really won't take that much time. And so this is something Janet and I discuss. You know, we would really like to have a galactic round table. And all of us have affinities um, with like you mentioned, your friend that is uh, on the helping on board a ship off planet, and so they are presently beaming a lot of love energy to the earth, <laughs> and it is increasing. So I, you know, I feel like we're all doing our part to the best of our ability, and just to keep anchoring in this light that things are are shifting. But we really, I don't. We have technologies to quickly repair human cells, tissues, organs, glands, even, you know, recalibrate your heart to a healthy heart again. So I feel like we're right on the cusp of, of bringing these forward. And no, I mean, forward to all, our... Go ahead, Ryan Hall. Go ahead, your turn. Alexandra, um, you know, this is probably true, okay? But the way that you get respect in this world is if, if you can... Uh, verify this. Verify this in a controlled situation. Like I know a fantastic university over in Honolulu right now called Quantum. 
quantum mm-hmm. university? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you were to bring this to quantum and say, we would like to set up a situation where you monitor a remote healing event, you monitor it, and you verify that this really happened, that somebody was healed by a, a healer looking at a picture using scalar energy. If that can be verified, here we go. It's not just your word against everybody else, you know, because you have such yeah. a... You know, saying we have a biased American Medical Association. It doesn't believe anything you say. We know we can cure cancer, but they're, you're, I know. You're, you're, right. you're threatening an entire pharmaceutical industry. Well, that's why the release of Nasara is so important, because if people feel they have to profit off of someone else's sickness, that's a sickness in itself. <laughs> you know, that they're making money off of keeping people sick. It is not medical care. And I believe in, you know, it's become a industry. So I believe in a wellness society, and I feel that there is a moral obligation. These people have to own up <laughs> for what they're doing, yeah. you know. So, But the, the release of the NASARA funds, I wish every American was aware of what NASARA is. And which means that they won't have to be stuck in a system that that was not is clearly not working. It's not effective. So what's neat about technology is efficiency wins. The most efficient technology is the one that's going to be chosen. So yes, in this yes. case, we're coming back to love, and um, so and and no, like Mother Earth is a a sentient planet and of, and all the creatures on this earth are her children so but there's it no is exciting i mean if if you no can introduce us yeah i mean this quantum university i will introduce them to tom palladino he can cure yeah. aids and malaria with with a photograph yeah they, so i i mean i'd love to have them contact Tom, and he would like to meet you, uh, Janet. No, meet it you and takes It takes an agent to bring that together, you know. And then here's the second part. Okay, there are professional scientists who are basically given contracts by Monsanto, and right. here's what they want him to prove. You know, they tell them, they tell the researchers what the results are that they're looking for. This is not real science anymore. Okay, and if they don't do that. And they become, uh, you know, whistleblowers. They lose their job. They get no more grants. So people who yeah, have a life, yeah. you know, what I'm saying it's very bad. It's a very bad situation with these pharmaceutical companies, for example. Yeah, and, and yet, I they're starting to prescribe fruits and vegetables. <laughs> Our next guest, and I hope you'll stay on the call, Reinhold, because I'd love for you to meet Dr. Vishan Ali. Um, is he is a nutrition specialist uh, from the Physicians Committee in, uh, of Responsible Medicine. And yes, that's so, fine. He's a colleague. Yeah. He's a colleague. Okay? I'm just saying to you that if you really want to get some results, then have a, set up a demonstration where a galactic forces can demonstrate a healing event that has been documented. Then you have it. Okay. And what, we, what we're saying is we are going to have quite a bit of money to pay for those researchers, to provide grants, to verify these things. Because if, if money's the problem, that's always what the problem is. Well, we don't have the money, you know. 
you go to a university, you want them to do a research project for you. Well, you know, we are supported by, uh, you know, National Science Foundation, and we're supported by uh, DARPA, and those are the guys who pay our salaries. So, you know, that's how it is. It's sad but true. So, okay, I'm not trying to uh, completely dampen what you're saying, but really, if we can demonstrate it, you know, by demonstration, it means it can, you can replicate it. If you can do it once, if you do it once, it can be considered a miracle. But if you can do it twice or three times, it's a fact, okay? It's a scientific fact. What was a hypothesis is now a real a real event, okay? So that's well, how we yeah, I'd I'd love to discuss what we can do with the context that you already have as far as working with the indigenous nations to bring forward a medical peace team and we you can gather have them send us a montage with up to 100 million photographs and we'll scan those photographs and energize their cells to help repair them from the damage of yeah, pollution in the air and water and the GMOs. So, I mean, that's what I would present to you on the table is can you help bring a, a million photographs to the table? Um, you know, I, I would see one of these events really demonstrated because I don't uh, want to do that to these people. I don't want to give them any false hope, okay? We have got grandmothers up on the northern Cheyenne in Wyoming who are afraid to go to the hospital because they have diabetes and they're afraid that they're not going to come back, Okay. Uh, well, that's least, actually yeah. I mean, that's a listen, legitimate uh, concern on their part. They know either, better. Okay. They, yeah. No, no, they don't so, know better. They're eating, you know, when it's time to eat, they make you a peanut butter and jelly sandwich from rations provided by the government. Food stamps. I mean, they know better than to go to a hospital because most of these hospitals, they don't really treat <clears throat> the patient. They're not treating the body, mind, spirit and the integrity of the patient, they're treating 10% of the symptom. And that's where you mentioned the the healing centers. And so we have a healing team that's willing to work with your healing wellness centers and your healing centers. Yes, and, yes, we're just yeah. and building it all. I'm just saying to you if, you, if you have healers that really want to serve, then we want to know what they need. What do they need? Do they need to get paid? I think that would be, yeah, well, Tom, as far as this nutrient chakra balance, it is a free program to, you know, and I said to him, but if you're going to, I think you and Tom ought to have a conversation, Reinhold. Yeah, yeah, because, so he's currently offering it for free on YouTube, but I felt like that's not really efficient. (laughs) <laughs> no, what I'm trying to say is we need to if, if we have clients, okay, and we will also have money to pay for these healers. Go there, pay for right. their travel right. there. Mm-hmm. You have to prove to us that this really works. Give me, uh, uh, give us uh, uh, somebody who has gone through this, okay, and says yes, it definitely works without a shadow of a doubt, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. What do you call it when somebody gives their um, Anyway, it's got to be the, the sure thing. Okay, it can't be anything. Uh, it's got to work, and because we're making it's a life and death matter. 
And we know that it's not enough to, to rebalance the, the chakras. When you put garbage in your body every day, that's what the problem why is. We requ- well, we require an advisory council like that does recognize the water doesn't belong to anybody and the air, all of us are responsible for the air quality and the water. And this lady, just to deal with this one incident of the lady with the diabetes, it is proven in 7 to 30 days, type 1 and type 2 diabetes can be reversed simply with nutrition. So that means there's, Dr. Ali is coming on next, there's 65 million people with diabetes in India, but every one of them can be cured, as well as this lady with proper no, but nutrition. Thank you, please. What I'm saying to you is we, it, it's not just a miracle healing that we need. We need a change in lifestyle and, you know, courses on nutrition for these people, you know. It's so ironic. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll take you to one of these sometimes, okay. I'll take you to an Indian reservation so you can see it for yourself. You know, they're all talking about they all have their biggest worries that, they, you know, they're all dying of diabetes, you know. Uh, and then you go outside at the, at the tribal council meeting and there's a big candy machine out there. And they all stop the candy out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and they wonder why they have. <laughs> it's so ironic. It's so ironic. <laughs> well, we also have Mark um, and Janet and I, we were talking in the beginning about the new tech, new old technology of hydroponic, aeroponics. And they actually, mm-hmm. uh, this company makes something called Juice Plus. It's a powder. Uh, but they have chewable candies, but these are actually healthy candies. So we we really live in a time I feel like it's a, it's a great time to be alive because we're right on that cusp of finally bringing these things forward. And there's so many incredible crystal children and brilliant children. I, I feel like they're going to have wonderful ideas. We can quickly clean up the ocean. And um, I just feel like things are going to shift pretty quickly and again I'd just love for us to really um, come to the table which would be for me to be able to introduce the medical peace team you know to, to if you're already stepping forward with some of these um, you know the newer things already doing it architecturally and otherwise you know you've seen our yeah, work awesome. mm-hmm. so yeah the work is awesome uh, I just wanted to point out that, you know, we need a global re-education on food. As the moment we're born, we're addicted to it. It's intentional. <laughs> the, the sugar industry came in about the year 1000 with the plague, and it anchored genetically the plague. Uh, it, and that's what went uh, out a lot of uh, Europeans in the, around the year 1000. So uh, and then they subsequently... See, these are all um, tactics to call the population and shorten our longevity. We have the potential in our DNA, but it's been shut off. We have 256 strands of DNA that have been shut off. And one of, you know, some of them are connected with longevity. And, um, you know, anyway, I don't want to take up all the time here with that. We could go on and on forever. <laughs> um, maybe we should uh, shift to our second guest. I don't know what time you told him that he was coming on. Alexander, what yeah. time are we speaking? Yeah, if you can, uh, he asked if you would call him to to bring okay. him on. And uh, and and Dr. Vishan, he he travels. He's presently in uh, Washington D.C. with with Dr. Neil Bernard. So he he would also be part of our uh, our 
new advisory councils. Um, mm-hmm. And the Tree of Life Rejuvenation Center, uh, these things are already proven, and and so are the abilities of the people I bring to the table. So I, you know, I'm just like I'm ready to take the next step. <laughs> well, what I'm saying to you, for example, if you want to practice medicine in the United States, you have to have a resident doctor supervise Indeed. the facility. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. We we have centers. Uh, another lo- another possibility would, would be to do it on a sovereign piece of land, like these Indian nations. You don't need that. You don't need that there. Okay. Right, uh, another right. one is move these healing rejuvenants offshore. You move them to Mexico or other places um, where you know they have this, they have people there too, and they're wonderful. Uh, uh, you know, somehow uh, you feel like the, the doctors are not as good coming from Europe as they are here, you know, stuff like that. So yeah. anyway, it's a, it's a problem because if you don't have this certification, the these medical establishments will shut you down. Well, the ethics of the Chinese, uh, because the Chinese used to honor uh, the, the physician's role in keeping the patients well, and they even monetarily... Um, Provided that as an incentive to keep your patients well, so the Chinese um, really open. You see what I'm saying? Right. So we go to China, okay? But I'm exactly. saying if yeah, you want to do this, you have to be very, very careful because they'll shut you down. And there are many doctors who have cured cancer, and they have been shut down. Uh, there's a doctor uh, Forsyth up in Reno who's uh, uh, you know a, a board certified doctor who cured cancer, stage four cancer, they they came to his house with a machine gun and put mm-hmm. him on the ground because you will well, stop our, giving yeah, human, corn, but human growth hormone. We, we, I mean, we made a quantum leap. I mean, I just, I don't really think it's appropriate to bring these, some of these things up because we have made a quantum leap now. We're we're moving forward in, in the full, um, you know, the divine feminine has been anchored in the planet. And there's certain activities that are not acceptable. So um, I just feel that it's important not to get caught up into the drama of the media (laughs) and to focus on the solutions. The Physicians Committee is doing wonderful work. And so I I feel like we have made the the leap in consciousness. We've reached a certain peak point. The majority of the world's leaders have come to the table, and it's enough. And, and I feel that. Well, I, um, I understand both yeah. your points. Um, I just want to interject here. I understand both your points. You know, we we do get the stories of people that are practicing, and the uh, American Medical Association will come in, crack down, and say you're not licensed, you're not uh, doing things according to our system, and that's the whole dilemma. And so we have two factions. We have this faction that, you know, sports consciousness. We have humanity that's divided that way as well. But there are those people that are invested in the current system. They're not just talking about the powers that be and the 1% and the Illuminati, but the, the whole support system. They're not going to want these right. hospitals shut down because their their jobs depend on that. So they're all in a club, a big old club, which supports everything from the individual jobs to the pharmaceutical industry to, you know, there's giant cancer clinics. My girlfriend and her daughter just came, got out of a cancer clinic, and she said it was so rich. There was so much money in this clinic. 
and there were all these people employed. So we need to figure out what will these people do if we shift paradigm from this uh, mm-hmm. this current system, which is basically war-based and disease-based and lack-based and hierarchy-based and patriarchy-based. How are we going yeah. to shift and take these people from one paradigm to the next? Now, we have a, a, an opportunity here to show up better, higher, fuller, more consciously, because we have the fourth largest city in the United States devastated, and hundreds of thousands to millions of people instantly homeless. And we have a new vision that, <laughs> but for the grace of God, therefore, but for the grace of God, go I. That could be any one of us in any given day. Now, we need to show up as a, as a whole global society here and support something, a different paradigm. We've got to do it different now. And right. um, I'm going to go call the next person. I, we could go on and on, but this is a wonderful topic. Uh, but I do want to honor our next guest because we gave him a time, and he may be calling. So I'm going to go call him into the show. And thank you. Thank you so much, Ryan. Well said, yeah, Janet. So thank you. Okay. Thank you, Alexander. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much for all you're doing. <laughs> now, he may yeah, be here. Let me see if one of these numbers are here. No. I'm going to uh, call him. You uh, keep talking to our our people while I mm-hmm. make this call. Okay, dear? 301 is the uh, area code. Yeah, I've got the number. Thank you. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, I, okay. I I was really impressed with um, grassroots and these uh, the documentary Reinhold that you recommended. I I did watch it and and they're they're making progress by just working within their own neighborhoods and getting people because people are oh, people are consciously conscious. So I felt that was a, a positive film that you shared. So I I appreciate that. Oh sure, no. The problem is that. Uh, and we fought this, okay, as citizens, we fought this. We wanted to see food labels, you know. So if you're going to sell us some of this GMO food, please label it on the outside. This can this contains corn fructose, corn syrup, which causes obesity. That's why we're also getting so chubby by these, you know, these, these sugars, these fructose sugars, which the body doesn't know what to do with. So it just creates this lardo kind of, storage of fat. I got one too, you know. So right. it's, it's a crime not to label that on food. Why? Because we're the, we're the consumers. So the thing that really comes through in that whole series is we are consumers. By what we buy, we send a vote to those companies. So if you're going to feed us crap, we're not going to buy it anymore. And hopefully right. you'll go down like that, you know? That's our that's our power as people and consumers. And the sad right. thing is that the Food and Drug Administration has and the EPA has let companies like Monsanto who are criminals, you know, I mean these are these are evil companies. They developed Agent Orange, sucrose, mm-hmm. saccharin, yeah. um, all and of them. All, <laughs> they yeah. They, they developed all of them. And they're protected by the Food and Drug Administration. That's, that's a crime. They're spending our that's tax money. That's a crime. Money. But we can't. I'm I, I feel that we, we, Yeah, I'm, we are not heads up. I'm having difficulty getting our next guest, but we do have uh, two callers on hold. 
Uh, how about we ask them if they have any questions? Is that okay, okay we also Mark, Sure. Mark Solar could be one of those callers. He's calling in to introduce the okay. Tower Garden. <laughs> okay, let me, so, let me click on these two, uh, and we'll see who they are. So one moment. Aloha, caller at 843. Do you have a question for us? Hello? Okay. Guess not. Let me try the next person. Mark, Mark ought to be coming on. Hello, hey, I heard a beep. Hi. Who do we have I heard here a beep. at 805? <laughs> this there is Mark Sola from Santa Barbara, California. Hi, Mark. Welcome to the show, hey. Mark. Why, thank You're you so much. Pardon me? Uh, and we're glad to have you here. I'm going to hand you over to Karen, and she's going to uh, talk to you while I try to get um, Dr. Z on the other phone. So I'm going to mute myself and uh, see what I can do about finding our other guest. The Karen, or not Karen, Alexandra. I'm sorry, Karen was my other co-host. <laughs> I've got a new co-host, Alexandra. This is our first week together. Alexandra, will you please um, um Talk about Mark, have him tell us who he is, and I'll go see if I can uh, get Dr. Z, okay? Take it away. Will do, yeah. <laughs> Welcome, Mark. Thank you. <laughs> well, we're, we're connecting across the globe here, the East Coast to California. Um, both Mark and Reinhold are in uh, California, and Janet in Maui. So, um, we before you came on the call, we did a meditation for world peace and to send love energies to those who were caught in this calamity. Um, and yes, and um, so if you just introduce a little bit about your background, and um, I also mentioned that you have a young daughter who's um, you're part of the the board at her school and the yep. Nepal Gardens in Santa Barbara. So we, it's sure, nice well, to kind of sh- shift to some positive <laughs> um, solutions. Yeah. Well, so give a bit of a, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you the, uh, the 10 cent tour of who I am. Um, I grew up in East Harlem in New York City and um, I graduated college in 1986 in New Jersey with a degree in physics. Worked in uh, New Jersey until 1999 when I was called really to move out to California. They've been calling me for a long time. I have an opportunity that brought me out here to Santa Barbara, California. Big difference from New York. Um, I don't know if any of you have been to Santa Barbara, but it is a little piece of paradise. It's a bubble um, in California that is between the ocean and the mountains, and it is nearly always perfect, except today where it's 99 degrees. very unusual. Um, and when I got here, I said, okay, this is where my life is going to start, and it did. Um, met, my, met my wife salsa dancing, got married. I had a beautiful daughter in 2005. She's 12 years old now, and she's a student at the Waldorf School of Santa Barbara. And um, subsequently got divorced, so I'm a single dad, uh, but still have a great um, supporting relationship with my daughter's mother. And um, back in, um, in about 2008, I got introduced to a company that was all about healing our population, um, creating healthy habits, getting more fruits and vegetables, and plants into people, Um, because I'm sure your earlier callers had talked about the damage that our diet is doing to our health 
and our economy and our planet. Um, just the water needed to create meat is astounding. The carbon um, emitted um, just by a pound of beef is crazy. Uh, so it is really an unhealthy food, not only for humans, but for the planet itself. So I got really interested in plant-based health and plant-based eating, especially when I had my daughter. I would go to the farmer's market, buy a bit of greens, grind them up, and put them in her rice cereal. So she got an early taste, excuse me, <clears throat> for eating, uh, eating, eating vegetables early on. And today, she'll grab some raw kale off my tower garden and just chow it down. What 12-year-old girl do you know who eats raw kale? All right. Yeah, so it is really a process to get there. And uh, back in, let's see, back in about 2011-12, um, the company that I work with, the Juice Plus company, bought the Tower Garden. Um, and if you just Google Tower Garden or go to our website, uh, even the YouTube channel, you find all kinds of things about it. And it was invented at Epcot at Walt Disney World by a gentleman named Tim Blank, who was a project manager there. And uh, he took this out of, out of Epcot and tried to market it. Brilliant scientist, rotten salesperson. And then somebody, one of the leaders in our company identified him down in Florida, um, a, woman, a woman from Eustis, Florida, and introduced the product to our, our company's president. And he understood it right away. He got it. And we took on the Tower Garden, one of our few products. And I was part of the beta test team where we played with the Tower Garden for a year um, in California before it was available to the public to really discover it, find out how it behaved, how to use it, what its quirks were. Um, we suggested a couple of changes to the design which they made, and then we started marketing it. Now, for your listeners who don't know, the Tower Garden is a self-contained vertical aeroponic growing system for growing food without soil on your patio, your backyard, your rooftop, wherever you want to put it. It's generally an outdoor appliance, and it uses 10% of the water and 10% of the ground of growing outside. And the uh, University of Mississippi did a study a few years ago that showed that it actually grows food 30% faster, 30% higher yield with equivalent nutrient density as best practice organic farming. So it's a valid tool, a great tool for growing healthy vegetables. And um, and uh, and I'll hold it there for for you to ask me any questions about it. You there? Well, there's Reinhold. Would you? Yes, I'd like to know what is in in uh, uh, nutrient solution A and nutri nutrient solution B. What is that? <clears throat> All right. So the Tower Garden uses a solution called Tower Tonic, which was developed between Epcot and NASA. There's been three years to develop it, and it's designed to feed plants and the astronauts to eat them originally for trips to Mars. And it is an ionic solution of 100 earth and sea mineral salt. So that's all it is. It's microminerals in an ionic solution. And it's, it's, it's uh, tested to be absolutely free of herbicides, pesticides, and toxic heavy metals. So it's totally clean. It's essentially presenting the nutrients to the plant in a silver platter that it needs to build its own, um, its own vitamins and nutrients. So it goes way beyond the 16 that the plant needs. That what um, somebody, somebody, please put your phone on mute. I can hear dishes in the background. Somebody mute this. Make a noise, please. Uh, I've got some, just, a, just to give you a heads up, uh, Alexandra and everybody, Mark and 
Breithold. I, I finally got uh, Dr. Z on, and we're down there to um, 20 minutes on the show. Uh, let me just say, pull him on, let him talk for a few minutes, and then we'll go round table until we play out the time. Okay. Would that work for everybody? Excellent. Okay, yeah. here we go. Hi, welcome. Wait, wait, uh, wait, wait. It's not, it's not video. Here it goes, here it goes. Sometimes it's a delay. One second. Take it away, Alexander. Uh, welcome, Dr. Vishan. Hi. Hi. Is it Alex? <laughs> yes. Great. Thank you for having me on in the show. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> pleasure. Pleasure is all mine. So it's yeah, it's a pleasure to um introduce you to Janet Lesson. Um she's co hosting from Maui, Hawaii. And what? we have um Reinhold Ziegler who's stationed in California mm-hmm. preparing to launch the New Earth Trust, very noble endeavors. And he's helping bringing in responsible stewardship for the land and the water and uh healing centers so it's timely i i feel for for you to meet and then mark solar came on and he is um bringing forward the tower gardens um these aeroponic vertical garden systems with juice plus which is 100% um it's a plant-based company very proactive in supporting um a healthy kids program as well as adults <laughs> Wow. So we just, yeah, we've got some great, um, good synergy going. Very nice. Excellent. So we just, if you would just introduce yourself um, to the core team tonight. Yeah. So I am uh, working with the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine for the last five years. And... uh, my uh, main work in the Physicians Committee is uh, to do the outreach work in India where uh, we all know that type 2 diabetes has taken a, a terrible toll. And uh, my job is to organize educational events in India and uh, collaborate with the local organizations there. and. Uh, spread the word about plant-based eating and avoiding flesh foods and dairy, which is a big concern in India because dairy is so much integrated into their culture. So uh, along with that, uh, I'm also doing some work with the Native American population here in the U.S. uh, with uh, Dr. Caroline Trapp, and that work requires also traveling to like Santa Fe, Albuquerque, and collaborating with the local uh, health uh, health professionals and uh, uh, working with them and again bringing the traditional diet back into the plate, whether it's Native American or Asian Indians, we want uh, the diet which has been forsaken now. We want it to be back because that's a healthy diet. That's a low-fat, plant-based diet, which was traditional, but then all the Western habits came into place. 
So yeah, that's that's my brief introduction. But before that, my, I have a background in molecular biology. I did a, I did a lot of research using uh, animal ex, uh, experiments, especially mice. And then I realized that uh, this is not the way I want to go. And I always felt bad using animals in research. And I, I thought that we are just using them as tools. And then I started. Um, Searching about organizations uh, who do ethical research, and that's how I came in touch with the uh, Physicians Committee, and I wrote to Dr. Neil Bernard about my interest in working for the organization, and along with the molecular biology background, what I can contribute to the organization. So that's how I came in touch with the PC, uh, with the Physicians Committee, and then after spending a year as a research uh, fellow, then I moved to the nutrition team where, I, where I'm uh, looking after the India program. So I've been, uh, I got my PhD from Germany, I had my postdoc from Italy and University of North Carolina, so a bit of uh, international experience which, uh, which helps a lot of course understanding different cultures and backgrounds and dietary patterns, and uh, here I am. <laughs> All right. Is it Brian? Yeah, does anybody have a question for Dr. Z? <laughs> Dr. Z, I like that. <laughs> yeah, so, Dr. well... Dr. Z, that's what Dr. Z should. But, yeah, um, no, no, they, they actually okay Ali. because a lot of people they call me Dr. Z. I go with with the Z. Yeah, Dr. Z, Z. <laughs> yes, I like it. Does anybody have a question or anything you want to put on the table? We're uh, you know we have about uh, ten minutes. So, well, Dr. Z, this is Mark 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 Solar in uh, Santa Barbara, California. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Mark? I'm doing a roasty toasty out here in California right now. Um, but I wanted uh-huh. to ask, are you, are you familiar with the work of Dr. Richard Du Bois? Dr. Richard Du Bois? No, no, he, not he at was all. One of the, he was one of the pioneers in the 80s in mm-hmm. um, AIDS research. He was uh, part. He was head of the um, um, Georgia division of the um, AMA. And one thing that he, he discovered this new disease, he was working the new disease that came up in the 80s, eventually called AIDS, and talk about plant-based eating. One of the things that he connected the dots was that the patients that he was treating who ate the, who ate the healthiest, meaning a plant-based diet and the vegetarians, were the ones who survived the longest and actually were able to, able to bear the treatment the longest. And, wow. Um, yeah, and when he's one of our mentors in the Juice Plus company. I don't know if you're familiar with our, familiar with our organization, but our organization is determined to increase the health of our nation and the world by promoting a plant-based diet and getting, getting more fruits and vegetables than people they can possibly eat. Um, so I'm wondering if you could just address the impact of plant-based eating on chronic illness and, and, and systemic inflammation in general. Yeah, uh, certainly. So, I mean, we, uh, PCRM, um, have done their, like, a landmark study, I think, in 2006, where we 
uh, we did the study on uh, women who were trying to lose weight and they were overweight after menopause and uh, they, they were trying like all, they have tried all kinds of different diets but nothing was working for them so we recruited like somewhere around uh, 50 women and this study was before I joined PCRM so I know because we published the study and uh, what he found is just, uh, there were two, it was a randomized control trial where we divided the population into two equal groups. One group was asked to follow a plant-based diet, keeping the oil slow, and the other group was just eating a regular diet. So just in 14 weeks, we found that there was an average 6 kg uh, weight loss and 2-inch drop in waist measurement. And even their insulin sensitivity increased and we followed them for not only for uh, just one year we followed them actually for two years and we found that the weight loss was consistent just by following a good diet plant-based diet keeping the oils low uh, that's uh, that was powerful enough uh, to to bring down the weight so this we we published this in one of the peer-reviewed journals and which inspired us to uh, to do another study on type 2 diabetic people because we thought, okay, it's good for the weight loss, but also it was able to increase insulin sensitivity. So we thought, okay, wait a minute. If it is able to increase insulin sensitivity, then can it handle insulin resistance, which is the first symptom among type 2 diabetes patients. So PCRM then recruited around 100 people with type 2 diabetes, A1C in the range of 8, and uh, again it was, we divided them into two equal groups. The first group, the intervention group, was asked again to follow a plant-based diet. The other group uh, was uh, asked to follow just regular diet controlling, you know, that many percentage of fats, that many percentage of carbohydrates, the regular way of people deal with any kind of dieting. So again, we found that even for type 2 diabetes people, this diet alone was able to bring down their A1C by 1.2 percentage points, and uh, which was very uh, bigger impact than any other. Even the commercial drugs are unable to bring down A1C in such a short duration of 22 weeks by 1.2 percentage points. And we found that uh, as long as they remained on a plant-based diet, they, they could keep the A1C low for up to two years, like the time till we followed them. Isn't that, isn't that amazing? Because um, the one thing is the diet is so much more effective than drugs. But exactly. That's the whole thing that people like you and me are fighting is that um, food is politics and food is business, and there's no profit in people eating fruits and vegetables. So that's why the message that you and I are trying to deliver has got to get out directly to the people because the the, the business-controlled media and basically the agro agro business, just um, rather the uh, pharma school business, won't let it get out. And we, we can talk about all the scientific studies we want. I mean, the proof is there. It's, exactly. It's, 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 I think you're totally so right. But, well, yeah. 
what I was telling is that you are, you are ex- totally right because there is so much science now, and we have all the evidence that this diet is good. And when it comes to our recommendations, we are not recommending any pill. All we are saying is yeah. you don't have to buy anything from us. Just go to the grocery store, go to the green section, get the fruits and vegetables, grains and legumes, and you're all set. That's right. So, and the well, pharmaceutical companies, magic. of course, will not like there's it no because... There's no magic behind it. There's no magic behind it. And there that, is no magic, it's, yeah. It's just that's, as that's, simple yeah. as that. <laughs> you know, and what and I love about I, these... Oh, sorry. The so, uh, Dr. Z, I, yes, Dr. Z, I would invite you to um, one of the things that we're trying to do in my organization is to bring fruits and vegetables to people's doorstep, actually grow anyway. them on their doorstep, and that's using the tool called the Tower Garden. And another thing that we have is 40 fruits and vegetables and capsules. I don't know if you're filming the product Juice Plus, but I'd invite you to look at the clinical research on the Juice Plus website. It's an amazing collection of 33 gold standard studies. But I think you, would, what somebody knows how to read scientific studies, would appreciate. And that is just a further collection of the proof of what a plant-based diet does. Yeah. And I really have to honor Alexandra for, for, for putting this together to sp- keep spreading that word. Eat plants, eat plants, eat, eat plants. Eat plants. Yeah, that's true. That's the whole message, yeah. And, and what we are doing is that we are taking this message uh, to other countries where we know which uh, um, is a big problem. So we are taking this message to China. We are take, t- taking this message to India, to Spanish-speaking countries. So yeah, the problem is that the, the Western diet is associated with with um, wealth and prosperity. Yeah, but the Western diet is bringing death. Uh, um, you know that. You, do you know this um, Seventh Day Adventist population? I, I, yeah, yes, I do. Yeah, and there is, uh, and you, do you know about a study where they just compare the diet of Seventh Day Adventist people, and they found that, uh, and it was a big study which, which like where around sixty thousand people participated, and it was an observational study, and they found that those people who were following a plant-based diet had the lowest body mass index and lowest. Type 2 diabetes prevalence. So nothing like, just like the way people were eating, so they just compared them, and yeah. they, they, they saw like, oh, look, the result is um, right in front of you. you we, are not, we have not done any kind of intervention. We have not advised them on anything. It's just yeah. we observed them, and we found this evidence. And it's a wonderful study. I love it. Like, um, yeah. But then again, there's no, there's no profit in healthy eating. No profit in healthy eating. That is the challenge of the plant-based eating community uh, and people like you and me who want to get the word out there. And yeah. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot of work because we are fighting fighting against a lot of entrenched business in, in, interests. I, yeah. I agree. Yeah, and we will continue to fight. We will change whatever it is it takes to yeah. change. We are fighting with the the dietary guidelines to recommend healthy eating, and we got uh, we got it. it Fix a little bit in the last 2015 dietary guidelines. We yeah. will do whatever we can um, until because if the message is clear, the evidence is there, we will leave no stone unturned to take it to the public and let them know that look, this is all 
simple. Just eat right and stay well, stay healthy. Alexandra, I would invite you to, to email the Dr. Z the um, paradise.juiceplus.com website in the clinical research section. I mm-hmm. think that'll be a, a great collection of uh, research articles to add to his uh, to add to his uh, weapon belt of healthy eating. <laughs> Certainly, I'd be happy. Yeah, please. please, it'll be a pleasure. And, yeah. and also, and also, just in terms of the Tower Garden of ultimate local war of people actually growing their food on their on their patio or balcony, where they are the farmer, they're in ultimate control of their food, and it's totally clean, beyond organic. And the thing about children, mm-hmm. when children grow food, they eat it. And what a great way to inspire healthy eating in children. Um, by helping them grow their own food on, on the patio, even if they live 15 stories up in the air. You are right. Actually, you know, I have two kids, and Alex, uh, Alexandra has uh, told me about these tower gardens, and so far I have not uh, done that, but I really wanted to do this for my kids because they are, my daughter, she eats like, you know, okra, just yep. like raw. She just like grabs an yeah. okra, and so she will grab I, I a... I invite you to go to the uh, paradise.towergarden.com website, yeah. Uh, yeah. and there is more information there that you could ever use. And uh, and I would love to have a conversation with you or any other listeners about the Tower Garden, how it could possibly fit into your healthy eating lifestyle. Yeah, definitely. We, and I know this website, uh, Alexandra has mentioned to me mm-hmm. a few times, and I know it's a beautiful thing, but I think I'd really want to... Uh, to see what you offer and maybe try to do something in our house with the kids. Yep. Totally. Yes, Alexandra, please forward my information to the doctor. I'd love to have an offline conversation with him. Certainly. (laughs) (laughs) Great. I'd like to ask a question. This is in particular. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Go ahead, Mike. We can hear you. Okay. Um, uh, doctor, uh, nice to meet you. Glad to hear you went to school in Germany. I'm German myself. And, uh, uh, great. Yeah. Where are you from? Uh, uh, what part? Are you? Uh, where'd you go to school? So uh, I did my doctorate from Frankfurt, uh, Universitats Klinikum okay. Goethe University. Okay. Ich habe studiert Deutsch an der Goethe-Institut in Freiburg. <laughs> no, this is so good. Uh, uh, so I have a I have a difficult question, but I think you're you're appropriate to ask. Uh, we're doing projects right now in uh, the Himalayas. Uh, I am an architect and engineer and, and uh, uh, permaculture, and so um, we have heard of disaster of Monsanto bringing. Uh, you know, glyphosate, and also bringing genetically modified uh, grains, seeds, to India. It caused oh. a tremendous travesty. Remember? It's horrible. Horrible, totally. Yeah, something like 150,000 farmers killed themselves because of the, the uh, what happened to them. You know? Oh, and I know. Yeah, it was. I think two, two, two or three years back, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember that. So we are we are paying attention to uh, the uh, the seeds, the uh, you know the, the seeds from uh, Monsanto, the patented seeds, 
and it needs to be said that uh, we have to be very careful. Uh, even in the Tower Garden, I hope you don't put in the, any of those uh, Monsanto seeds uh, in, in, in that, okay? Because, uh, and this brings me again to your work with Native Americans, you know? I mean, we now have seen that the, the corn crop of Mexico has been compromised by Monsanto. Mm. The original crop from, from uh, Mexico, right? And it's causing it's causing genetic damage, which might be around for three generations, mostly in the in the creation of what's called leaky gut. Leaky gut syndrome, yeah. Yeah. So you're aware of that, I think, yeah. Yes. We're trying to deal, we're trying to deal with it because it's it's just a travesty, you know. Especially our young people, mm-hmm. you know, all these. Remember, all, all those times when we watch people eat their Doritos and their fast foods and their burgers and wash it all down with Coca-Cola, well, it's going to have an effect now, you know? I've, I've talked to I'll many invite, doctors. I would invite, invite both of you to watch um, the movie In Defense of Food. I don't know if you read the book. Um, it was by the food uh, writer from the New York Times. Um, what was his name? Um, but the In Defense of Food was actually a movie based on the book done by PBS where he talks about these issues and the whole idea yeah. of, of that we need to eat food, mostly plants and not too much. Yeah. And again, the right kind of uh, uh, right kind of seed. Because it's called travesty uh, with people. You know, Monsanto, uh, I believe, is one of the, the great criminals on the planet. Uh, they've developed Agent Orange, uh, you know, uh, a number of uh, uh, synthetic sugars, and apparently the body is not capable of dealing with fruct- uh, uh, fruct- uh, fructose corn syrup. High fructose corn syrup. Right. And it looks like maybe uh, 90% of the corn is now genetically modified, and something like 85% of the soy is genetically modified. And the travesty is that we need to have those foods labeled so that the consumer can decide whether he wants to buy this GMO food or not, you know? Totally, totally. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And it's, it's a shame that uh, what, I, what I'm seeing that right now, uh, if you see the GMOs, I think um, United States is like one of those very few countries who – who are not taking any action on GMO. If you, I have been, I lived in Europe, I was in India, and you know, I know India is changing, but at least in Europe, if there is anything GMO, it will be written in a big way, but actually you will not find so easily to, to GMO uh, foods. But if even if you find, and it, it is like really big, mentioned in big uh, alphabets that this is GMO and you should, uh, you know, there's a caution, and I totally agree being a scientist. I know right now we don't have uh, enough evidence about, you know, the GMO is bad for you because, but it doesn't mean that in the next 20 years we will not have any evidence about GMO. Any time you play with the genes and you modify them, being a scientist, I know there, is, there will be always repercussions. There will be always some kind of um, uh, side effects which will be associated with allergies, you know, why there are so many allergies out here in the U.S., which is, as compared to other countries, and it is something that we are eating wrong food. 
either yeah. it's because of the chemicals, either it's because of the processing, either it's because of uh, the, uh, modifying the genes. We, we have to, uh, I would say the best approach to deal with this is to go with the, the most natural way of eating, you know, like growing uh, things which are like without fertilizers, I would say try to go more encouraging biofertilizers. This is something yeah. where we can have a, a massive um, crop production along with not uh, without in in insecticides, without pesticides. This could be something where we should, uh, where we should focus on. And yeah. uh, I'm sure. I mean, uh, we will see the results. Our, our. We want to. Uh, it, and it's even it's it's good for the environment. It's good for our water bodies. Like uh, I know Alexandra is so much into you know like keeping the taking Earth as a like as, uh, as something like where we want to keep the our planet Earth to be happy and. This is one of yeah. the way we can keep uh, our water bodies happy, our soil happy, ourselves happy, our kids happy, by eating right, by taking care of our environment. As you said, it's using the right seeds because we have the seed bank. Uh, yes. It's about uh, going an extra step and uh, planting the right seeds so that we have the right crop. To use where possible legacy seeds, you know? Like the Hopi corn is really hardy, you know the Hopi corn, the the Hopi in Mexico. No. Uh huh. How it is called? Please say it again. Hopi. Okay. To be honest, when I I I just need to interrupt right here and tell you that we are uh, no longer broadcasting live, but this is going into the archives. But uh, the the broadcasting part of our show is over, and um, we might want to wrap this up pretty soon here, because I'm not sure exactly when they'll cut us off. They do let us go a little bit over, but we are over our original airtime. Okay. Okay. So, Alexandra, would you like to kind of ask everybody for the closing statements, and then we'll wrap this up? Yeah. I, I would like to thank everybody for for joining us this evening and afternoon. Um, we are sending our um, a pulse, a healing pulse, to those who were in this um, the hurricane and also the um, the intense heat that you guys are having in California. And yeah. um, as uh, Janet said, it is time for divine intervention. We have. Um, we have forces of love and light helping us. Um, on a positive uh, note, at the first of the month, um, the Physicians Committee starts their 21-day healthy living uh, program. It's free. We wanted to have a giveaway today, and um, they have a free phone app. And right. it's, it's Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine, and you can you could start today. Today's the first, or... Definitely take a look at those resources. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's a 21-day program. Uh, okay. I have one announcement. I got one announcement. Go ahead. Uh, uh-huh. There is a replay 
this week of a very important program, again, on uh, GMOs. This is the best program you will ever see on it. Uh, I would like to send the email of this. It's a free, it's a free nine episodes for free to watch. You don't want to miss them, okay? Um, who do I send this information to? Send it to me. Send it to me, AquarianRadio at gmail.com, and I will put the link up on the show page. Uh, the link for this show that you can grab and download and uh, put up on all okay. your social networks will be available um, in a few minutes. It, I think it takes about 10 minutes after the show is over for to refresh. And so okay. I would like to invite our panel to have any um, YouTube, so anything you want me to put up there to mm-hmm. uh, put on the show page, uh, look at your bio. It's on AquarianRadio.com. Take a look at the Aquarian bios Radio. I grabbed for you. AquarianRadio.com. I keep an archive. We've been broadcasting like six years now, and I have all the shows yeah. in archives. And so, uh, and then we will take this show and put it up on YouTube and other places. And everybody out there, uh, please take this link and pass it around on your social networks. Let's get the word out to the world and uh, make it a better place for me and you and the entire human race. This is very important information. I want to invite all our wonderful guests back uh, for a future show. If you want to make sure you send me your basic information at Aquarian Radio to AquarianRadio at gmail.com. So I'll have you in my database. And, uh, you know, and anytime you want to come on, shoot me an email and say, hey, I'd like to come on again, and we'll put you on the schedule. Um, I think that's all I want to say. Alexander, do you have any final words or anybody else have any final words? Mark, it would be great. Yeah. It would be Just great. If you had, uh, again, uh, Janet, it would be great if we had a chance to answer any questions from listeners. Uh, some way that we could do that, okay? Okay, so listeners, send your questions to AquarianRadio at gmail dot com, and uh, do let me know uh, who you would like to answer the questions. And um, my panelists, make sure you send me an email. And let me know. I, I do a lot of email <laughs> or texting. I, I, phone calls tend to get too lengthy because I talk too much. But um, we will address these questions. We'll do some future shows. Um, we have a lot of a lot of time to get this out there. Let's do it. And you know, answer your questions and see what resources you need, and put it into doable steps. What can we do individually and collectively? Great, yeah. I just want to also add, like what uh, Alexandra has mentioned, that for the listeners, for the, our audience, uh, uh, the 21-day Kickstart program starts like first of every month, and you can register uh, at www.21daykickstart.org. Again, 21daykickstart.org. So this is a a great program, free program, and please register and you will get recipes and nutritional information and forum to chat, so uh, all healthy things for you for the next 21 days and you will see the effects of a healthy plant-based eating. Thank you. Wonderful. So that's the number 21, right? Number 21, day? Number 21. 2-1. Yeah. Okay. 
Good. Thank you. And I'll, okay. I'll follow up. Go ahead, Alexandra. Oh, I'll make sure, uh, Mark, that um, Dr. Ali, you have the information from uh, the Tower Garden Juice Plus folks, because I, I think you'll have fun, and your kids will definitely have fun. Uh, yeah, I tar- think definitely, yeah. And I think that we can, I think we can continue this um, this kind of um, conversation, maybe by continuing by email or anything, because it will be good to join hands for future projects or something we can discuss. We can brainstorm. Thanks. Great conversation. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank All you. Right. Well, Thanks I'll look for another date down the line. We can have a, another show. Um, Alexandra, thank you for being my co-host today. You're awesome. Very good <laughs> show. Very good job. Thank you. Uh, take it away, Alexandra. When you're done, I will play some exit music. <laughs> okay. Okay. I wish uh, everybody a safe and um, relaxing weekend, and uh, all the best for the wonderful work that everybody is contributing. And uh, thank you, Janet, for a wonderful show. Yeah, thank you, Janet. Thank you, team. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Much love and blessing to the Aloha.